It's kind of experimental, isn't it? What exp- the idea of working? No, is no. It? I mean the starts of these podcasts. Oh right, yeah. Sorry. No, I thought you were talking about the uh, very fact that we're actually working today is kind of experimental. It is in a way. Hmm. I mean, we've been very productive. We've um, for us or for people who know what productivity actually is. Mm. Well, for us. I mean, people who know what productivity is, you know, is solving world issues by 11 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, no one's together by then, let alone solving world crises. In fact, you you must be amazed. Not Sorry, not you, Anthony. You, the listener, you must be amazed because it's, it's another podcast. It's like been, what, a week? Mm. Yeah. A yeah. week. A week. A week. Not Minutes for us, a week for you. Not seven to eight months but a week it's amazing how far have you not passed out from shock do you want to play the theme tune oh yeah let's play that actually what um no sorry i didn't want to interrupt the theme tune but i was just wondering well you have okay 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 i was just wondering if we could play it but perhaps at double the speed what do you want to do you want to save time in these podcasts now i mean the jingles are really the only hope that we have of getting the running time up no i just thought it would sound you know cool all right no it was ridiculously horrible it was really it was really horrible really 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 horrible um and also in doing this which was originally meant as a time-saving initiative we've actually taken a lot a lot longer so should we just play the end of it? Like the the last bit? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. And we're in. We are, aren't we? Yep, that's it. The end of the theme tune. That means we've officially started another podcast. Hoorah! Hoorah! Um, welcome again. Yes, welcome once more. It's our favourite time where we see how many times we can say welcome in the first six minutes of the podcast. Ready? See, now, when you say a word that many times that fast, it completely loses all meaning. I found myself eventually slipping into waka waka, like uh, Fuzzy Bear. Same, yeah. Were you thinking that? Oh, well, I heard you saying it, and that's exactly what I was thinking. And then it all just kind of went all tonal and mah. In fact, we probably ended up chanting. Probably did. It is probably some religious Gregorian chant. Hooray, like Zen it. achieved. Hoorah. So it's, well, it's still October, I suppose, isn't it? It is still October. It's another podcast in the same month. Who knew? Two in as many minutes. hours. <laughs> hours? Yeah. Well, it is for us. You lucky people. You lucky, lucky people. Um, <laughs> how are you, by the way, the listener? You well? Uh, rhetorical questions that we have no chance of hearing an answer to. I like those. Hands up who answered? Uh, see, no, 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 we don't. No, it's, we don't. It's, it's 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 merely raising tree and hypothetical argument. I've realised that uh, in the podcast there are various strenuous noises and also garbled mm, in backgrounds and stuff, and people may, may not realise that's the point. We're drinking tea, drinking tea, leaning back, considering, mm. pausing. Like then, I just did a mm, with a mouthful of tea. See, there you go. You're an example of your own scientifery. Is it? quintessentially British to be doing a podcast with a cup of tea. No, no, I don't think it's quintessentially British. I just think it's socially acceptable and should be the norm. Cheers. Hurrah. That nearly smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
T plus Mac equals Annoyed Anthony. Yes. Temporarily forgot your name there, best friend. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's only, it's only been 16 years that happened. Ah, oh, dear me. Um, so, welcome to the show. Once again. Uh, it's lovely to see you, even though we can't. Or can we? It's lovely to not see you. Yeah, it really is lovely Frankly, to not see you. Frankly, if it was a choice of talking in front of you or talking at you, it's much better to talk at you. Lack of professionalism there. That was my mobile phone going off. Uh, see. We've just had our first text message. Ooh, who could it be from? Uh, oh, we're interactive now. Look at this. Let's see. Um, fancy beers in Earlsden tonight? I've got a work do. Should be fun. Uh, that's from Phil Jones, not Welsh. Uh, person I went to college with, and the answer, Phil, is no. No, I do not. So that'll be a no, Phil. Um, if you're waiting for the reply from Andrew from October the whatever it is now, uh, and you get it in November the 3rd when this podcast is released, then um, that's a no. That is a no. We weren't ignoring you. Phil, we don't want to go for a drink with you in Elsdon, uh, especially not on a work do. I don't even know you anymore, Phil. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I like the way you said know you anymore. As if perhaps maybe you may have known him in the past, well, but definitely don't know him anymore. It sounds more put-downish if I've, you say anymore. No, it sounds like you know Phil, um, I, but I may Phil, know Phil. Phil did something terrible to you, and you've literally erased your memory. Have you seen the film uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I have seen the film. What do you think of the science involved in that sort of encounter? Erasing I, your mind of any memories associated with a person? I'd argue that it's hard to be that specific, but I would argue that it was uh, actually possible. But did you like... Not being not being a major scientist or anything to that fact, I'd say, yes, you could actually electrocute someone into not remembering things. I like the idea of creating a mind map, though, and physically finding the parts of the mind where uh, neurons were stimulated by the onset of memory. You were looking at a photograph or whatever of a person and it created a little blip in your mind which could then be triggered and destroyed. Hmm. I like Kirsten Dunst. Well, the important thing is that you're taking something from the film, be it the scientific prowl or the possible onset of a future technology or the skinny, heroine, chic, no-titted gloriousness of Miss Kirsten Dunst. Yes, I'll take what I want. Don't you forget it. Kirsty. No, I don't want to make a threat, a recorded threat on air. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of ridiculous system is that? Um, no. But, but, but what are these these podcasts for, if not for potentially earmarking victims evidence, of celebrity? Evidence number three. <laughs> not, not episode. There's a misspelling. Um, no, Eternal Spotless Mind Sunshine rearranged those into a popular title. Uh, I think it was, a, it was a fantastic film. Good way of avoiding film. copyright issues, by the way. I like that. Yeah, maybe that's the way around it. You just re-jargon things and... Uh, yeah, anyway, beside the point. Jim Carrey as an actor, what do you think of him? As an actor, I like Jim Carrey. As an ass, As an ass, I can't stand him. Yeah. No, to be honest with you, yeah, I watched The Mask and, of course, I watched, you know, Ace Ventura and all, all that sort of hoo-ha. And I, I get it. He's funny and his face does things. Brilliant. Oh, tall and skinny. Good. Check. Um, I like that you're out there doing that and fair enough to you but then when Jim Carrey actually started acting Eternal Sunshine being a, 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 an absolutely blinding example another example being uh, The Truman Show mm. which a, I haven't seen he's, what? I haven't seen The Truman Show don't lie you've seen The Truman Show I haven't seen The Truman Show 
Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to pause the podcast so you can watch the Truman Show. No, because it would be ridiculous. We'd never started again. But at some point this weekend, we're going to have to watch the Truman Show. Okay. Because it really is very good. Have you seen The Majestic? No. It's the one where he stood on the front cover in a blue suit doing that. That's it. Yeah. Done by the same guy as The Shawshank Redemption. So you should have a bit of an idea of what the film's like. Was he great in that as well? Amazing. He's a great actor. Yeah. Jim Carrey is a great actor. And yet he insists on parading around with his stupid rubber face and big voice. Mm, distortion. Lovely. Uh, yeah, it's kind of the reverse Arnold Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Arnold Schwarzenegger started off as kind of this... Well, actually, no, he started off as a laughable bodybuilder, but got into kind of like, whoa, I'm the tough man, films, poor accent, etc. Um, me, that is, not Arnie. Uh, Arnie, I wouldn't say anything against you, man. I mean, governor of California and all that, you're doing such a sterling job. And you know, He is the governor. He is the governor. Co- Conan the Republican. Hurrah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, his, the state of California is the only one in history to be on this verge of collapse. Really? Is yeah. it going that badly? Apparently so. Because I've seen you've seen the adverts. We've come to California. What are you waiting so for? So what are you waiting for? Yeah. Well, I'm staying over here away from you. I mean, you kill people. I mean, California as a state is renowned or has been renowned since the sort of late 50s, early 60s of being a very liberal, very free and easy sort of happening place. And yet, for some reason, they've got a, a 12-foot-tall Austrian bodybuilder with a very, very poor acting reel behind him, uh, who's suddenly in charge. With a CV like that, who could argue? Um, Well, this was all done, of course, under George W. Bush's regime, so really, anything can happen, we shouldn't be surprised. Anything did happen. A lot happened. (laughs) A lot happened. See 9-11. You can't really directly pin that on him, though. You can't say Bush... 9-11, 9-11, there's your sticker. Well, no, because he hasn't got the intelligence to organise that sort of thing, but it was organised under his sort of regime. And uh, Are you jumping into a conspiracy theory here? I'm not jumping into a conspiracy theory. I'm sort of easing myself gently into a conspiracy theory. The water's quite hot and I'm not sure I can handle it, but I'm mm. definitely putting it out there. Yeah, it's warm. Discuss. It's warmer. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it is, it's true. Um, of course, Mr Kipling. The, well, the cake maker. The cake maker, yes. Uh I don't know where I was going with that, Link. I don't know. You just took a U-turn off of of potentially dangerous Conversation Avenue into saw cakes on the shelf. I did see cakes on the shelf. Why are there cakes on the shelf in here? It's distracting. You've ruined my endo. (laughs) You made me just say endo. That's not even a word. I think someone got a little bit worried about mentioning 9-11. I didn't get worried about it. I I think I may have just... I think someone in the middle of a comedy podcast mentioning a world disaster suddenly got a bit worried. Well, it's because that person, the person in question, whoever you may be talking about, may have slightly already formed an opinion in his mind about how it may or may not have been orchestrated and is perhaps trying to find an outlet for this. Um, Perhaps I've been jiving you all along with, you know, comedy podcasts just to sort of ease you into it. And then all of a sudden, bang, conspiracy. So so the front of a comedy podcast has just been for a full-on political broadcast. (laughs) This is a full-scale attack, my friend. It's happening right now. And it's happening with no information, no real evidence, <laughs> and no real knowledge of the events in question. Tower, fire, boom, plane, conspiracy, conspiracy, bush. Do you know what? Channel 4 strung that out for two hours, and you've just fitted into a sentence. See? Mm. Why am I not in charge of television? God. Jay Goody was in charge of television for a while. And look what happened there. 
<laughs> you, you can't help but look what happened to her. The poor girl was actually... It was almost like a public execution. Don't say the poor girl. Well... She was a fat, scummy racist from Essex with a fanny that smelt of a smelting plant. <laughs> I outburst so much there, I had to switch my microphone off. Um, all right, well, that's one way of putting it, yeah. Who who was it? Was it Michael Parkinson who suddenly came out and attacked Jay Goody on the, in the national press? with sticks. No, she was already dead. That would just be malicious. <laughs> uh, no, he actually gave a statement against her or something in the in the press. What was it? He said, uh, you mar- you've martyred a... Yeah, something to the words of your effect. You know, you've martyred a racist. You know, well done. Why... Why are we Why are we sitting here praising and mourning the loss of somebody who was essentially the, an no, awful person? Yeah, this racist bigot. That was what he called racist it. Racist bigot. Racist nice. bigot. Nice. Um, Two very strong, firm words. Well, there's only really one man to blame in the frame. Mr. Max Clifford. He is the he PR is, guru, that guy? Yeah, he is kind of... Self-styled, of course. The, um, the oven for all the wrongs in the world. Hmm. Doesn't he also cast his eye over um, Katie Mess? What's her name? Kate Price. Yeah, but his whole operation is just a farce, though, because yes. he's an, an old guy with white hair and with a, a permanent orange tan hmm. whose whole job is to just go on camera and talk about terrible people like they were saints. Well, the only reason that he got into that is because he, the Antiques Roadshow turned him down. And then all those bargain hunting programs already had David Dickinson hosting them, so there was no room for another white-haired orange person in BBC's TV, so he decided to go, right, okay, I'm going to give you the worst people you've ever seen in your life, and you're going to live with them until they die on television. I'm squeezing every last penny out of them. I hate to think how much he earns. Max Clifford? Yeah. Um, Well, then, if you hate to think how much he earns, don't even consider thinking about, say, Simon Cowell. Uh, well, or Philip Green, Simon Cowell, I can understand because he's he's a face on television. He's come up with some winning show ideas because you know we all know that. Well, he was he was brilliant because he thinks right. Okay, what does everyone really secretly hate? Karaoke. Yeah, but what does everybody love watching people do karaoke? Yeah, everyone loves watching people do karaoke. Yeah, um, he, what about tits? Tits doing karaoke. That's a brilliant idea. Well, how about we stretch it over six weeks? That's an even better idea. Stick it on ITV1 in prime time? Sold. You know what? I retract my previous statement. The man's a genius. Mm. Absolute genius. He is an absolute genius. I mean, He could could sell ice to Eskimos. You can't help but take the hat off to him. And then, and then out of this cesspool of sludge, he puts his grimy garlic grease-stained claws into the pit. He's not French. Yeah, but he eats a lot of garlic. I presume. Hmm. Uh, he picks out the run to the litter or whatever and says, right, okay, I'm going to squeeze you of all talent that you have and all of that money that comes out of you is going to go into my bank account and you can have 50p a week. How about that? And he does it. He does it time and time again to spawn these new... God, what do you call them? Idols for kids? Seraphin. I don't know Nasty. that word. Oh, it's... Um, a seraphin was a type of angel, supposedly that was born of a cross between an angel and a human, and it produced a very sort of like nasty, impish, elvish... Uh, uh, Elton John. Fine. <laughs> I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that in the bank. Fine. Use that again. You should. What was it again? Seraphin. Seraphin. Mm-hmm. You've learnt a word this week. Seraphin. Well, you may not have, but I have. Seraphin. Hmm. 
Now we sound like we're sponsored by some crap detergent. Seraphin. Seraphin. <laughs> Keeping your whites not as white as they were. Seraphin. <laughs> the only part of this advert that's baritone. Seraphin. Seraphin. Mm, losing our way slightly now. Fine. Structure. <laughs> oh, really? 16 minutes in, we're going to go for structure? Hell yeah, we are. Awesome. What's the uh, what's the topic of the day? Or of the week? What's on your mind? Films. Films, Films. are on my mind. Nice. Do you know, because we haven't actually... Well, we started discussing Jim Carrey earlier on. Mm-hmm. But we haven't actually covered, you know, the kind of films that we believe people should see. So this is the part of the show now where we will tell you what to see. Oh, we should so do like a top 10 list of films to see. Yeah, but that would... All right, let's try and work it out on here then because that would have involved some forward planning. No, I don't want to do it with planning. I just want to literally... You say one, I say one. Oh, okay, we, all right. We, until we've done ten. I like that then. Ten, right. re- ten recommendations. Are you starting with ten? Um, no, we'll do ten between us, five each, but you do one, I do one, you do one. I yeah, do one. that's that's what I mean. But are you starting with number ten? Oh, they're in no particular order. That, that would require forward planning. Okay. Just ten good films. Ten good films. They don't have to be recent. No, they can be whenever. Good Christ, thank God. They cannot be films that have not been seen by us, though. We, uh, can't, we can't just talk about films that may be good okay. in the future, like right. Transformers 9. That's that's going to be an awesome It film. will be awesome, won't it? It better bloody add be. The other ones are a shambles. Uh, I, okay, I'm going to start off with uh, a film that everybody should see. Young, old, dead or alive. The dead won't appreciate it as much, but... You know, let them see it. I thought that was the title then. I thought Young, Young, Old, Dead or Alive was the title. I was like, I haven't seen that film. This list is really going to work out for me. No, you've seen this film. But I'm holding that as a title. Copyright. Young, Old, Dead or Alive by Anthony Brown. Yeah, I'm going to have that. Uh, But the other film I was going to suggest, Wally. Wally? Wally. Disney Pixar's Wally. Yes. That is a film that everybody should see. Just because of its pure artistic beauty. I mean, it the start of it is unlike any other kind of Disney Pixar film. And many films that we've seen, you know, Earth is this desolate place. There is only one thing left on it. Well, one thing and a cockroach to clean up. The cleanup operation has been abandoned, unbeknownst to this little robot. Who's just, who's just chugging along. Chugging along, doing his job. Mm. Who's developed a personality. I kind of worry. Also, a personality disorder because he's gone a bit loopy, isn't he? True, he has gone a bit mad. But he's but so cute. I would. I worried that it was going to be so much like Short Circuit when I saw it that I was going to. I was going to. You know. Is it because of the eyes? A bit. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? It was because the raised of the eyes. eyes that go. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. So I was fine with it. And then the second half turns Disney just when the kind of desolate kind of isolation of it is just enough. To see, you know, you've you've got it, and then it all goes Disney. Then it comes back to the isolation, and it's like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the fact that uh, Pixar are the only guys who don't try and do humans to look like humans. They make them to look like cartoon characters. Mm, that is uh, good. And the whole film's just beautiful. Oh, it's, it's just, so beautiful. It's just an absolutely beautiful film. So there's a first recommendation, Wally. That's well, the first one you've got to see. Gorgeous looking, incredibly heartwarming, mm. funny as you like. Looks amazing, sounds fantastic. There's some cheeky, geeky references in there if yeah. you want to find them. And if you can see it on Blu-ray, do see it on Blu-ray because it is personally uh, the best Blu-ray that I own. 
not just because of the film content, but just the quality of it. It's amazing. It's got it's one of those perfect Pixar ratios where adults will love it because there's plenty of adult stuff in there. No, not we're not talking like you know pornographic or anything, but just like yeah, adult based humor. Not a lot of blue action in it. No, not a lot of blue action. Blu-ray, that's it. Uh, but there's also a, a great balance for the kids, and it's almost like two separate films. I imagine a kid will experience it in a very different way to how you and I would experience that. Yeah, film. yeah, most definitely. That that is very good. That is very good. So Wally, Wally. Superb. Um, I'm going to go ahead and recommend a film that I saw a few years ago. Um, oh, actually, hang on. Now that I think about it, I saw it about 14 years ago. So it is an old film. That's more than a few. It's more than a few. But nonetheless, an incredibly good film. Incredibly beautiful, well shot, well structured, well written, well directed. It's just, in my opinion, a perfect film. Title? Leon. Ah, Leon. Now that, my friend, is a good film. Isn't Gary Cole in it? No. No, Gary Cole is not in that film. Is he not? No, Gary Oldman is in that That's film. That's who I'm thinking of. Although Gary yeah. Cole is a great actor, but... But not in that film. So, Gary Cole, we apologise, but you but are... You're not. Yeah, you didn't make it into Leon. You're no longer a part of this, uh, um, of this conversation. So... Leon is essentially the story of a uh, hitman. Mm -hmm. A French hitman a who French hitman. has come over to New York, has been taken under the wing by an Italian bistro owner who also happens to be a, you know, assassin planner, finder. Uh, organizer. Assassin organizer. Mm. If you imagine some sort of office-style structure hierarchy, uh, the assassin being Leon is the office junior, and his line manager mm. is this fat Tony guy who uh, finds um, targets for him and he kills them. But mm. that's not really the sort of crux of the story. Yeah, that's kind of the sideline, the, the builder of, um, of the main story between Leon and Natalie Borman's character, who escapes me. What's her name um, in the film? Her name is Matilda. Matilda. And uh, the assassin, Leon, is played by Jean Reno. Brilliant actor. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Fantastic. And there's always... Apart from in Godzilla, but no one should have been in Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. Hey, welcome to not this list, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> see, you, see you later. That, that's the last mention you're getting. Yeah, that really <laughs> is. Um, <gasps> oh, Godzilla. Godzilla. They never did that in the Godzilla film, which really upset me, because that's like classic Japanese Godzilla reference, and it was not used. I could count the number of Japanese people in that film on my fingerless hand. <laughs> <laughs> on, your, on, your, on your little stubby hand. On my, on my stubby limb, I could count the number of Japanese people in that film. Is that because there are no Japanese people or is that because you could literally point your stubby little limb at every Japanese person that's in the film? No, it's because the Americans always just draft in the Koreans because... The Americans are too thick to know the difference. Mm. Sorry, Americans. <laughs> Sorry, Korea. Yeah. <laughs> those, those guys are kicking up a storm. I don't want to go back onto politics or anything, but goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> North Korea 2012, look out. Uh, Although there are a lot more missiles pointed at you, Buster, than there are you're pointing at us. Mm. That's, that's true, actually. Anyway, we're drifting off topic here. It, it doesn't matter. Nobody in North Korea is ever going to hear this podcast. No. <laughs> 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 www.fordtonorthkorea.co.uk. 
forward slash imminent death. I'm going to post it to him. Um, right, okay, so we've got Leon. And Wally. Leon and Wally. Um, oh, right, no particular order because I just thought this one, it's coming to my head. Office Space. Oh, my word, the Mike Judge film? Yes. Now, this I picked up in HMV as a bit of a gamble. Um, the front cover seemed to be one of those kind of American films that you know you're going to hate right from the bath. So it's a guy covered in post-it notes with another guy leaning around behind him. And it looks like it could be one of these awful kind of like slapstick American comedies. Like um, like Road Trip. Yes, all those kind all of things. Sort of thing. yeah. uh, I picked it up purely because the name Mike Judge was bigger than the title on the DVD case. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. so I picked it up and thought, right, okay, I'll give this a go. Because I know Mike Judge does all the Beavis and Butthead cartoons. So we had a look at that. And I, I think it's my most watched film. And every time you watch it, it gets funnier. It is a genuine slice it, of fried gold. It really is. It's absolute genius, um, some of its comedy times. It's basically a rundown of how what you do at work is evidently pointless. You should be happy with whatever you do. You shouldn't have to put up with the mundane, everyday dirge that you do. Uh, so this one guy goes to a hypnotist, gets hypnotized to chill out more, and becomes so successful at his job... Uh, by well, doing anyway. nothing. Yep. By doing nothing. By doing absolutely nothing. But I won't go any more into it because, you know, you've got to watch the film. So Office Space is one on the list, definitely, to watch. Um, when you told me about that film, before you showed it me, and this was many years ago, you told me on the phone and you'd said it quite fast. I actually thought you told me the title as Off His Face. <laughs> so I was looking for this film called Off His Face, which doesn't exist. Um, and then luckily you lent it to me and, I, and you could see that the spelling was actually completely different from yeah, what you thought it was. Very much so. So what I learned from that is that Mike Judge can make a very good film and you can't talk properly. Well, two two good things to walk away with from that film. Superb. Number yeah. seven? Number seven is yours. Number seven. Um, it's not the most popular sort of route to go down because some people are inherently lazy. Um, people that I'm talking about are people who... Don't want to read. They just want to watch a film. Now it's a good voice to tar the uh, non-literate public with. Yeah, I like that. People yeah. who don't watch subtitled movies because they are lazy and can't be asked really annoy me. You do, and you're fucking dyslexic, so you're making more effort <laughs> than they are because you've got to work harder, and yet you do it. I have to pause every frame and just work it out. See, then... no, no, you're really very good, no, and I, 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 it's one of the things I respect the most about you. It's a subtitled film. It's Korean, incidentally, and it's called Old Boy. Oh, Old Boy. Now that, my friend. Whew, word. Lordy, lordy, lordy. Incident Man alive. Incidentally, did you hear they're remaking it? What, American? Yeah. Yeah, you can't wait for that. It will have Bill Pullman in it, and it will be like a fucking abortion. It's close. Oh, come on. Who's in it? Don't say Matthew McConaughey. I will stab you where you stand. No, I'm not saying Matthew Go on, McConaughey. Who's in it? Who's in it? Who who's could be it? possibly worse? What, then Bill Pullman? <laughs> um, David Spade? Tom Cruise. What? Yeah. No, it's That's not. That's what I've heard. I'm only going off what no, I've heard. No way. Tom Cruise, and guess who's directing it? Who? Spielberg. Oh, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Right. Oh. Think about old boy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I get it, I get it, um, I get it. But I'm just, I'm just trying to weigh up my absolute disgust at the very idea of old boy being remade, especially with Tom Cruise in it. But then I'm thinking Spielberg, 
you got to give it to the man. He knows what he's doing. Did you see what he did to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? What, when he went, I've got lots of money in the bank, make this film, put my name on it, and don't fuck it up. What did I just say? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, mm. I don't know. Copy yeah, but, and paste. Yeah, but, 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 but um, Cruise and Spielberg. It's a proven formula, man. Minority Report. Yeah. That was a great film. But that character, the problem I have with Tom Cruise. By the way, I'm not getting involved in the positive side of this because I don't want it to happen, but I'm just, you know. No, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in every film he's ever been in. Mm -hmm. So every role is Tom Cruise. Except Magnolia. Have you seen Magnolia? No. Oh, shit. It's going to be on the list as well, but I'm not talking about it yet. That's the exception to the top, to the Tom Cruise rule. Okay, well. Anyway, we're talking about a possible future. It might not even have Tom Cruise in it at all, so we're going completely off the tangent. So, old boy. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic Korean film done by the Tartan Asian Extreme range of things. You know. um, They've now disbanded. Have they? Tartan films are disbanded. I'm it's, a it's a sad I'm day. It's a sad day. I'm actually gutted by that It's a very news. sad day. Tartan, Tartan films expired, I think, in 2007 or 2008. But that was guaranteed. You went and got a Tartan Asian Extreme film and you knew that it was going to, you know... Gonna be hardcore be a... and amazing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, quick, quick synopsis of Old Boy. Uh, man uh, gets captured on the street, um, is put into a cell for 13 years with no explanation, no reason why. It's not a prison cell as such. It's just he is a prisoner in this room um, and then is released and given a wallet and a phone and told to come and find the guy what done it. And uh, he basically goes around beating the crap out of everybody and uh, trying to solve the mystery of why he was in prison for 13 years. Uh, That's an awfully blasé way of describing the film to you. Um, You really do have to see it, but I promise you, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And you really cannot know anything more about the film than no, that no not going at all. into it um, that's, that's why i wanted to give such a sort of opaque yeah sort of uh, like go see it might like it yeah. but it's yeah it's definitely it's got a bloke in it he's well hardcore he, he kicks the shit out of a lot of people it's fine not telling you why just get involved just get involved like you know i got on dvd down the back quid <laughs> um right okay what are we on to now six six number six it's yours, baby. It's mine. Uh, I'm going to go with another Tartan Asian Extreme because uh, I'm so horrified the news have disbanded, so they need some press. I love this film. I even know what you're going to say before you say Do you, you know what's going to come? Do you want to say it in unison? One, two, three. Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. Yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> Battle Royale. Now, I, I was introduced to this film by a colleague of mine um, many years ago, and he, uh, he described it to me. It's an island of school kids killing each other Perfect. and and i said i said that film can't exist it just actually can't <laughs> exist due to moral standing it can't actually be a film and he says no it is and i will bring it in tomorrow and you will watch it and i said right fine and he brought it in i was amazed it actually existed it is an island of school kids killing each other but done in the most amazing way psychologically horrifically graphically phenomenally good so the synopsis of this one is that uh I can't remember the year that it's set in, but basically the um, Korean government have gone mad and said that, okay, school school kids now are the worst of the worst. They was can't it Korean? I, I, thought it was, Korean. I thought it was Japanese. Oh, it is J- Japanese. Yeah, I yeah, beg your pardon, yeah, it is yeah, Japanese. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I don't mean no, to... No, 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 quite right. Well put. 
Uh, yeah, so the Japanese government have now said that uh, school kids are, you know, unruly, out of control. So to put them in their place, they introduced the Battle Royale Act, which means that the highest class of the school um, at the end of the term uh, is taken out on a, you know, an outing, a trip, uh, all gassed so they fall asleep, and then taken to this island where they are all fitted with these collars that if they try and escape will explode and they're told that they have to fight it out to the death until only one of them survive so basically it's survival of the fittest and you're bringing the best person out of that class and getting rid of the rest by the way if anyone is planning on voting tory this year it might go a kind of similar way so i'd um i'd hang back a little bit they have got a br act in their um in their proposals so we might just want to find out what the reasoning for that is what br actually stands for before we go ahead and let them in yeah i doubt it's bid interest rates so let's just uh, leave it at that one but yeah battle royale is definitely one to look at battle royale 2 is one to skip <laughs> yeah requiem wasn't it battle royale yeah. requiem yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a shame the director of battle royale one was doing it and then he died halfway through doing the film and the other guy came, and his son took over and did it Speaking of dying halfway through, um, we're kind of just over the half an hour mark, and I think it's probably just as good a time as any to knock this podcast on the head, leave you with a little bit of intrigue, because if you want to hear the other five films, you're going to have to tune in. It's a good point to spot as well. Next week, isn't it? Five films left. Yeah, there you go. It's a good place to stop. Okay, so uh, yeah, films five through one will be run through uh, in next week's podcast. And much, much more. (laughs) Hurrah! Right, I'm done with this. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Sam. Brown out.